Welcome back to another Film Optics Podcast. And today, we're going to take a deep dive into the PlayStation 5 event that took place this past Thursday. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by a few special guests uh, on today's show. Uh, first off, we have Ren from Ren Geekness. How are you doing today, man? Very good, man. I don't have my scuba suit, but I'm ready to take that deep dive <laughs> into everything that happened. It's all good. We, we, actually, we, we, we actually, you know... With the time difference, because last time Ren was on, we talked Star Wars. Google lied to me, and it was like, okay, I was trying to figure yeah. out between his time zone and my time zone. So I'm glad we got it right this time. So that's, yes. that's super. Daylight fun. savings. Google doesn't take uh, that into account. Yeah, and I didn't realize that at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, and next we have Jared from J Buck Studios on YouTube. How are you doing today, man? I, I'm doing well. You know, typically I'm talking movies, but I'm so, so, so excited <laughs> to talk video games because I rarely get to do that. So I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, man, I'm happy to have you on. And uh, last but not least, we have Brett from BamTube TV on YouTube. How are you doing today, man? Um, you know, I'm getting by just like everyone else, I guess. So I'm happy to yeah. be here, though, just like everyone else. I love nerding out about games, movies, and all, everything in between. So, you know, excited to be here, ready to hop into it. Hell yeah, man. And uh, before we begin today's uh, little uh, conversation, I guess, uh, just let everyone know that you can listen to this podcast, of course, here live on YouTube um, as of this moment. And I will be uploading this on to our other podcast platforms through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. So um, let's just start off. I just wanted to get everyone's, you know, first impression of you know, the PlayStation 5 event happened uh, this past Thursday. It was originally supposed to happen a week prior, but given the uh, current events that's going on in the world, uh, Sony decided to, you know, uh, push it back and let other important matters take into the spotlight, which I thought it was very um, respectful of them because a lot of other places I'm not entirely so sure. So, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's really good that, mm -hmm. you know, Sony uh, acknowledges that. And I mean, good thing that they pushed it back because... Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they kind of, I wouldn't say like broke, broke the internet, but they definitely broke like the gaming industry, you know, game Twitter, whatever you want to call it. But um, I just wanted to go around really quick before we get into today's um, main topic. Uh, what has everyone been playing so far? Just game wise or I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll start with Brett. Uh, honestly, I've been playing a mismatch of everything. Um, let's think here. I've been playing a lot of, uh, honestly, just random things. Like I've been playing a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege, some Star Wars Battlefront 2, a little bit of Call of Duty Warzone, just a lot of multiplayer games. You know, where I'm at, we're just kind of starting to reopen things now, so it's still a lot of, like, that's the way I'm connecting with friends and family and stuff. It's just by playing multiplayer games, so just a lot of that stuff. I feel it. Uh, Ryan, what about you? I am right now playing through the first Last of Us for the yes, very first time. For the first time? Yeah. <laughs> nice. For oh, seven years, yeah. I survived spoilers. I still have no idea what's happened. What I'm happened surprised to this game. that you That's did. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great news. <laughs> well, I, You're well, so happy right now. A, a little, a little bit of backstory because I asked Ren to come on later on, you know, since we all know The Last of Us Part 2 is coming out. I was like, I just wanted to get a feel for who was going to be interested in maybe doing a um, a spoiler cast of the game after, you know, people have completed it. And he's like, oh, I haven't played it yet. And then when I asked him again to come on today, he was like, oh, I was afraid you were going to ask me about The Last of Us again. I haven't started <laughs> it yet. And I'm like, yes, you started playing it. So I'm very excited. Started yesterday. Started yesterday. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Jared, uh, what about you? What have you been uh, doing? Um, now, now that Ren mentions that, I, I need to replay it uh, probably this finished. week. I'll try, to, I'll try to binge through it this week just to kind of catch up on stuff. But um, I... W- I haven't been addicted to a game in a long time and Final Fantasy 7 remake. Yeah. Like I was staying up till 2:30 playing that. I'm currently like halfway through hard mode trying to get all the trophies, but I don't know. I think it's just like a blast of nostalgia plus I haven't had a game that I'm able to binge plus the time. I mean, you know, there's weird things happening in the world, but I'm able to have a little bit more time, so that's what I've been playing. I feel it. Yeah. I have uh, I recently beat Final Fantasy 7 when it first came out. Um, I haven't really turned on my PlayStation for, well, that's a lie. Cause I actually did replay the last of us and the DLC for it. I live streamed that on YouTube mm-hmm. a little bit ago, but, um, so besides that, I kind of been playing persona five, uh, Royal edition. I like absolutely love that game, but now since last of us comes out, part two comes out on Friday, this coming up Friday. So I'm like, yes. I got to put aside everything else that I've been doing and just dive right in. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of movies from time to time, but haven't really been playing too much besides replaying The Last of Us myself. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to, you know, have that little bit of an icebreaker there. Um, but I wanted to ask everyone since, you know, we have PlayStation 5, it's finally been revealed. What is everyone's like first impressions of what it looks like? I know there's like a crap ton of memes memes out there. (laughs) (laughs) Sauron's tower, Wi-Fi routers, and the whole nine. It's insane. But oh, you guys uh, haven't seen the best one then. What 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 is it? (laughs) The best one is like it's the um, it's the Xbox, the new one that's coming out. Is it Series X? Yeah, series. Yeah, so yeah. it's that one, and it's like it's got like the Palpatine robe, and it says "Hello there," and then it's the PlayStation General <laughs> Canoe. <laughs> I've not seen that one yet, but I definitely have to search for that one. Um, so I guess we'll start with uh, Ren. What did you think of the uh, the new PS5 design? Uh, I loved it. Yes, it looks like a router completely, but it's a beautiful design. It looks futuristic. It's lo- it looks like one of those alien techs that you usually see in movies it's slick it's going to look great next to basically everything and it's it's when you talk about next gen consoles this is a type of imagery this is the type of look that it first comes to mind when you talk next gen we talk the future of consoles for me okay yeah i i, I feel you uh jared what, uh, what about you yeah, yeah. When they when it was, I mean, we were waiting around till the final reveal of the show. I'm glad that it didn't look like the like rumored leaked images or whatever. I mean, there wasn't anything necessarily bad about those, but this one is, yeah, it's like boom. This could be in uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Like this is futuristic tech. It reminded me of almost like Fallout 4 type stuff. Um, the one thing I'm curious about is I'm not one that stands the council up and down. Um, I lay it down, and with those fins, 
that kind of come out a little bit. I'm curious how that's going to work if it's going to be if it's not going to fit my entertainment council too well. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about as well because it kind of looks like a bill duck type thing when like cuz apparently you can lay it down on its side and yeah, I don't you know. Can. Right. I don't know if is it supposed to come with a stand because literally every PlayStation since like the PS2 has had like a stand that you can like, you know, stand it up vertically, but mm-hmm. it seems that you've always had to like it's like an extra purchase of like 20 25 bucks. Yeah. So I never really messed with it myself, but I think for this new console, they pretty much have to ship like a stand that comes with it because it looks like, you know, when you place it down on its side, I think it's the same stand as if it's, you know, a tower in itself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I wanted, uh, Brett, what about you? Well, um, your thoughts? Uh, I'm honestly kind of in the same boat as everyone else. I know I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of the memes and I love them. Same thing with the Xbox. Yeah. So, like all those memes, yeah. I laugh, but honestly, <laughs> I, I think it's a really cool design. I was surprised because I saw so many like leaked images that seemed really convincing but and it was like nothing like this one but i was happy about that because you know that way it wasn't spoiled and it was something i totally wasn't expecting and it it looks really cool but i did have the same concern so i'm like that's a really weird shape like how's that gonna fit where i need it to fit (laughs) yeah (laughs) i uh my friend actually before we uh recorded our news show from this last week my friend saw the event before i did and he he gave me like a little teeny spoiler he said they do show the console and that and I'm, i think i uploaded like a little clip yeah, from it. i was like freaking i was like my god please don't tell me it's white and he's like uh, it looks like the controller i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> it's it's fine though like i i just for whatever reason i just preferred all my well not all my tech but majority of my tech just to be black i just mm-hmm. don't i'm not a big fan of the whole white design um i i like the design itself the color scheme i do wish they kind of had like a you know black and a white version but i mean it is what it is you know i'm definitely going to be picking it up um I was i'm sure sick. there's going to be a, a black version though for yeah, sure. I'm, that's that what I'm surprised. Yeah, right. But also, um, what actually threw me like for a loop is that there's a all digital edition yeah. of yep. the PlayStation Five as well. Which, you know, they were saying, you know, there's rumors that there were supposed to be two PlayStations coming out. One was supposed to be like a <laughs> one terabyte version, a two terabyte version. I'm like, oh lord, this thing's gonna be like six hundred dollars. <laughs> PlayStation Three all over again. But yeah, we're getting a digital. Uh, version and then a you know one with a 4k disc finally after like mm, yeah wow. yeah but uh what were your guys' thoughts on that um i guess we'll uh we'll start with jared this about the you know the two designs and yeah. which one would you rather go for because i know a lot there's a lot of physical collectors in here as well mm-hmm. so um when it first <clears throat> popped up i think i like i had to double take because i'm like wait what's the difference what's the difference and then i had to you know, go back and look at a screenshot and I realized, oh, one is, you know, your typical disk drive console that most people lean towards. Um, I'm going to lean that way. I, I like to kind of, you know, have my own physical disk. My brother and myself, we share games. So mm-hmm. that is the way that I'm going to go. I know, I don't know, I guess right off the bat, I was like, are people going to go digital? Yes. Like that might be one that people actually dive at because... Some people don't like that. You know, they they want it just now, then whatnot. They don't have to worry about carrying games or other stuff like that. 
Uh, I'm curious, though, like you had mentioned, the four disc or 4K disc drive, how much of a price difference is there going to be? Is there gonna is it yeah. gonna try to be the same where the digital one, since you're downloading the games, they're gonna throw more memory over there to make up for the disc drive? I don't know. I'm kind of curious what your guys' thoughts when you guys get to it, but uh, I'm very much going towards the traditional disc drive physical media one. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. We'll circle around to that question here. I just want to get everyone else's yeah. uh, thoughts really quick. Uh, Ren, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm going for for physical as well. I'm going for the disc one because I'm a physical collector. Whether it's movies or games, I, I like to actually own them in my hands. But I'm I'm also worried about the same thing Jared is. I'm also worried about will there be a drastic uh, price difference? Because if there is, you know for sure that the disc one is going to be the more expensive. I mean, I'm there are games I don't mind buy digitally, but like a game like. I don't know, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's not a game mm. I would like to just own digitally. And I, I bought it and God of War and games like Injustice. Most games, the ones that I'm really into, and I don't call myself a gamer, so there's a select number of games that I buy. I, I like to own them physically, so I, I'm also worried about that. Um, yeah, so uh, Brett, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as these two that I am a physical collector. So right away, but it was an interesting point because I have a, a couple different group chats with friends mm. like you know, all of us do. And one of my friends, we, it wasn't like a, like an argument or anything, but we kind of went back and forth on like the pros and cons of both because he said he was getting the digital edition. I was like, well, why would you want the digital edition? <laughs> but he kind of, yeah, I know. I'm like, why? Like, that's weird. No, Don't do fine. that. Yeah. You. Um, but what he said was, yeah, exactly. I was like, hey, we're not friends anymore. But, um, he brought up an interesting point because he is actually in the military over here in Canada. Um. And what he said was, he's like, it's a hassle, man. Like I get, you know, shipped around to different places and I like to bring my console with me, but you know, games, they just take up so much room and there's so much clutter and I have to keep track of them and I have to find somewhere to store them. And he said, the digital edition is just so much more convenient for him in his position. So, you know, I see that there is definitely going to be a market for it for people in those positions and that just, you know, they don't care about physical media. They just find it's a lot easier just to, you know, click purchase and have the game with them right away and it's already downloaded. But for myself, I, I am a physical collector, so I definitely will be getting the, the regular physical edition, the traditional one. But it is, it's definitely an interesting point because they might do that. You might see one terabyte with the disk drive, but two terabytes for digital. You know, it's tough to say. I hope that there isn't a big price difference. But now that you guys brought it up, I can definitely see them kind of taking that route. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, though. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Tyler Calvert, who's in the chat right now. He says the future is now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, yeah. So what's going on, uh, Tyler? Hope you're having a fantastic Sunday there. Um, but back to Jared's question. I'm sorry, man. I kind of lost. What, what were you asking about the um, the PlayStation with um, uh, the digital and the... Uh, well, what, wasn't... I mean, uh, Brett, you kind of brought it up too, where it was... Um, is the digital one going to have a much bigger storage Memory. like yeah. it, is it going to be the same price but then like boom you get the disc drive over here but you get way more storage over here i don't i don't know what they're going to go for especially since they didn't give us the price yet yeah <laughs> yeah that is true because it's uh going back to actually both of your points jared and brett uh when normally when it comes to digital editions or all digital editions i think we've really only seen it with the xbox one s Mm -hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, what they do? Take out the disk drive? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's exactly what they did. And <laughs> um, I'm, I'm guessing myself, there might be at least a, it might be steep, but maybe like a hundred dollar difference. I mean, I'm not sure if they're selling these consoles at a loss. Um, but Jared actually brought up a good question with since, um, you know, for the uh, all digital edition, will there be more memory? Because, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be ex- uh, expandable memory itself. But yeah, they didn't really touch on obviously price at all. But they did say that you know, they have more to show later on. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I really just want to know. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, man, cause I'm, I'm also a physical collector, but it's like when it comes to like my steam library on my PC, you know, obviously everything is all digital and I'm totally fine with that. It's super convenient. I don't have all these cartridges laying everywhere. Movies. I will always buy physical consoles. I normally will buy them physically unless there's like a super, super good deal on like a digital copy. Yeah. I think I bought yeah. the God of War 3 remastered on PS4 for like $3 during the holiday last year. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, obviously I'm going to pick it up on, you know, digital. But I don't know. It that, that is a good question, though, because given this is like the first time Sony's ever had like an, like an all digital release. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> alongside a traditional one, but I'm guessing it would be at least a hundred dollar difference. Yeah. Maybe. The, the $100 difference that you're kind of throwing out is the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. It makes mm-hmm. it, it's the easiest where it's like, Oh, three ninety nine, four ninety nine, or whatever it's going to be. Mm. Um, I guess, I don't know. I don't, does anyone know what a four gate four K disc drive runs a guy these days? Like, I, I, I have, don't know. I have no idea, but, but now that you, that you mentioned the $100 difference, I'm not sure if this is a difference, but it might be something similar to the difference between, um, uh, the switch and the switch, uh, light, mm, I think mm-hmm. it's called the one that yeah. doesn't connect to the TV. So yep. it might be around, I'm not saying they will have the same price, but the difference between <laughs> one another might be the same. I did not like how they did that with the switch, by the way. I was like, <laughs> hold on. You're going to charge people $100 less, and you can't even still connect it to your TV. I was like, all right, eh, it's whatever. A lot of people but, went after it. Yeah. They were, oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's sure. great. A lot of people love playing it handheld. You know, I'm not trying to knock the switch. I have a friend way, who just, just bought that one, but she doesn't even like playing it on the TV. And I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I know. It's like, you don't want to like see like Mario or Pokemon on the big screen. Yeah. We have a 4K TV. <laughs> it's like, if I want to do that, I guess to go play my 3DS, but that's fine. But uh, to answer your question, Jared, for or well, at least looking up for external blu-ray drives for like pcs um it looks like they run between like the 70 to 100 dollar range okay so there might there be a hundred dollar difference yeah hundred dollar difference and uh it might even out oh. though if there is that extra space right you're talking about a, a disk drive a 4k disk drive but then you could also be talking about an extra terabyte of hard drive space right so it might balance out and they might come out at the same price hard to say yeah. yeah, well, I've noticed that a lot of more people are okay, at least with my friend group. They're totally fine with buying um, digital games for their consoles because it's like, you know, if they're a physical collector of something else, that's just more act, like added space. But mm. I guess it just depends on if you want to go to your local GameStop. I know they're not like the best company in the world, but <laughs> I mean, you know, you can still sell in, you know, sell your old games, get new ones that. You know, that uh, service hasn't gone away completely, but I do think that the all digital version, now that, you know, Xbox has done it now with PlayStation with their new console, 
um, it's definitely going to spell trouble for GameStop because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wondering that in this weird roundabout way, I think that they're also trying to find a way to get rid of that because they're Sony, PlayStation, anyone, they're not seeing any of that money. Um, they sell yeah. a game once and that's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, but I actually wanted to get uh Ren's thoughts really quick. I think we, I can't remember if we bounced back to you or not about what we're currently talking about. The, the price difference. And yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. I, I mentioned it because, because of the switch, I, I hope there's not a, a big difference in terms of, of, of memory. Like if if the disc one is one terabyte and the and the um, and the discless one is two terabytes, one terabyte is a lot of space. <laughs> so I don't mind that. So any less than that, I might be bothered. But yeah, I hope it's not such a big difference. I've heard rumors that the uh, they said that it's not going to reach six hundred, and I'm sure when they when they speak generally about the price, they <laughs> they're talking about the disc one. Yeah. The general one—that's that's the default one, I guess we'll call it. So I I hope it doesn't reach six hundred because I want to <laughs> yeah. buy it. Yeah, PlayStation Three all over again. Man, like I was saying, I think it was Christian. I was saying, yeah, I think it was Christian that I was saying, like the price difference from the regular U.S. to Canadian is ridiculous. Like you guys pay fifty nine ninety nine for a game, we pay seventy nine ninety nine. So oh, if price comes up to sixty nine <laughs> for you guys. It's going up to like eighty nine or ninety nine for me console for you guys it's 4.99 it's going to be like 6.99 for me so if it, it keeps going oh. up higher oh, bam you just got to get in bad. contact with one of us and we'll just start shipping stuff yeah. to you that's, that's all you got to do you know, pack up your bags become a u.s citizen <laughs> that's all yeah <laughs> bring your family with you exactly. <laughs> if, you wanna euros, if you want to buy it in euros if you want to buy it in euros i can also do you a solid there we go <laughs> <laughs> on all bases that's why i got into this whole game here i'm like right. Right, I guess <laughs> you guys can buy me shit and you can ship it to me yeah. or, right. or in pounds depends on where i am at the time it's <laughs> either here or in england <laughs> but um what was i gonna say? yeah with the um with the all digital edition, I think it does make more sense for them to put more of storage space into it. But I think everyone's, you know, assuming that the disc, uh, the disc, disc list version is going to be cheaper. But it's like, I mean, if all your games are digital, you're definitely going to need more storage unless they, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very, very strange the way that they're tackling this. And with a $600 price point, we haven't seen that since the PlayStation 3 when it originally came out. You know, yeah. Blu-ray technology was new and on the market, and everyone was like, $600 from the PlayStation 3, like, that's insane. But I would think, um, I'm guessing the disc version, I'm guessing like maybe 500 550 but what would you guys think about if, you know, if, if they're selling these between the disc and the, um, and the 4K drive, how much would you think they would sell them for? I guess we'll just start with Brett. Okay, if we're doing comparison of what yeah. price we're gonna have more, honestly, I I think that like I said, it's so tough between the two differences. But if I were to guess right now, I would say, of course, based on US dollars, I, I think that they would sell like the traditional console with the disk drive at five hundred. And I actually think that the digital edition would be more because I think that they will go with an upgraded hard drive space, and I think that would might bump that up to either five fifty or six hundred. Yeah. Uh, Jared, what about you? 
Yeah, that 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 six hundred dollar seems very intimidating, especially since um you know they did that first with the PS3 and it just didn't. You know the hardcore people go for it, but for myself, I feel like six hundred is five hundred. I'm there for um. I think it'll be 500, but for some reason, I, I'm thinking the complete opposite of you, Brett, where mm-hmm. it, the digital one is going to be $100 cheaper. But then again, I don't know. Um, I'll be curious what what the price is and kind of how the first few months play out for who's jumping at what console. Because, um, I mean, us four, we're going for the physical disk drive <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Uh, I, I'm with Jared. I think the, the discless one will be the, the cheaper one between the two. I can see it. Or I, I, it's going to feel like I'm contradicting myself. Even though they said it, it won't reach that, I can see it going 600. I think Sony's dumb That's enough, I guess I'll say. I'll, I'll <laughs> wear that. And, uh, and uh, because... I, I think the the disc one, the default one, it will be the the more expensive one because I feel like there's a lot a lot more. Even though it's just just a small part of it, I feel like there's a lot more hardware to work into it and make sure it works because it's not easy to build a console like this. So, congrats to all the people who work on on our hardwares uh, like this. So, I definitely think that the disc one is going to be the the more expensive. I can see. Let's let's say that the disc one is six hundred at worst. Uh, I can see the discless one go down to even four fifty. I think. Oh wow! Mm, wow. Yeah. If that uh, were the I'm, case, then I would definitely go for the digital one. If there's that big of a price difference, especially like I said, with the, with the difference in Canadian yeah. dollars, you know, if it's that much of a difference, I might have to go with the digital one. If that mm-hmm. were the case. Yeah, that is true. But also, um, you know, I mean, uh, what I put up on screen here, like even with the size itself, between the Xbox Series X and the PS5, allegedly, it looks like it's taller Mm -hmm. and it's like way bigger, which is insane. And obviously this is kind of like the black sheep in the PlayStation uh, hardware. Just how (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the 360 kind of stands out just because of the color itself, but they've also made those in black. But Really hoping this comes out in all black, but I probably won't buy it if I already have the white one. It's fine. It's fine. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes with every console. Like, you know, the launch one has the specific whatever color. And then about mm. a year, six months, a year, they throw out more and then more and more. Yeah, um, yeah I can't I, wait that long. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and see, that's the thing is I don't I don't know if I can wait that long to, yeah. uh, right. to get one. I mean, they usually come out in like late october november at least over here that's usually when they mm. when they come out or at least when the ps4 came out i believe the third one came out around march over here so i'm not sure but the third one came out uh the fourth one came out came out around uh october november i can wait until christmas if that's the case again that's mm. how long i can wait yeah i'm i'm a day one person <laughs> like i've always been a day one person i don't know what it is but um also speaking with backwards compatibility because i kind of wanted to talk about that for a little bit um so sony confirmed that majority if not all of their games are supposed to be uh backwards compatible through the ps4 and we'll get into the ps5 games here in a second i just wanted to get the elephant out of the room and talk about everyone's talking about the console so why not um so for me it would like i would definitely get the all the disc version but if the digital version of the ps5 is cheaper i already have like a dedicated blu-ray or 4k blu-ray player 
and obviously I have a PS4, but it's like, do I just keep my PS4 to play those games or and just get the digital version of the PS5 or do I just go all in, get the disc version of the PS5, sell my PS4, keep my games and then do it that way. So it's it's a little weird, but um, through backwards compatibility, which I'm kind of interested, they didn't really touch on that during the event, unfortunately. But um, I guess how really quick I wanted to ask you guys, how important is it to you that, you know, game preservation is a thing when it comes to, you know, playing legacy titles? Because we've seen with the Xbox Series X, they're touting, you know, it's backwards compatible all the way back through the um, original Xbox, which I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that. But I wanted to ask you guys, how often would you play like PS4 games if you got a PS5? I guess we'll start with uh, Ren. Uh, I, I hate that we live in a world where backwards compatibility is even a question. It should mm. be. It should always be backwards compatible. I, I love it. Like, if you pick up this screen, it sounds so weird right now. But if you <laughs> if you pick up the, a, a toy from the most recent line of Bionicles, it still fits and you can still build one with damn a, right with it does. Awesome <laughs> I'm just looking at Bionicles right behind where you guys no, you're are. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it should it should be the default mode should be that it is backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. And as far as how how much would I play PS4 games? Again, depends on the title. Like. When Miles Morales comes out, like if it comes out on holiday 2021, I'm sure I'll have a PS5 version of the game by then. So who knows? But if it comes out right away, I'm going to play through my PS4 version of Marvel's Spider-Man. Uh, I'm going to. There's a lot of games that I still want to play that I have it now. I'm just looking at my games um, that um, that I still want to play, and I'm sure I'm not going to get around to them before the PS5 comes out. So I'm sure I'm still going to want to play them and maybe replay them and just using my newest system. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, sorry, Jared, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. For a I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious because, like, yeah, I, you know, my brother has a bunch of PS4 games. I have a handful that. I haven't even gotten to. So it'd be nice to not have to switch between like, okay, I got to go plug my, you know, PS5 in. And, mm. you know, it's just a little tiny of a hassle. I know that it may be sounding extra right now. No, you're fine. It, I'm the same way. <laughs> it, I, I am not someone, and I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. Do you guys go off and then like, say you get a PS5, you're selling off your PS4? Um because I personally have kind of, I did that with my N64 back in the day, and I wish I never did that. So I, I haven't done that with, I still have my PS3, I still have my Wii, I still have all of this. But I'm wondering if it's getting to a point where it's like, what are these doing for me anymore? I mean, cool, it has a Blu-ray player, but if I have a 4K player, why do I need it? You can also play Blu-rays as well, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> kind of like, what, what's it What's it here for? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good question, Bob. Uh, Brett, did you want to go really quick and we'll get back yeah, to Jared? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I agree with Ren wholeheartedly that I think that backwards compatibility should never even be a question. Um, I was enraged when Sony announced the PS4 was not going to be backwards compatible. You got to think of people who spent years building up their PS3 library. They might as well just poured gasoline all over them and lit their games on fire because they're worth nothing anymore, right? And to me, it's that's really ridiculous, great, right? right? Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. So... And that's what I like. I have my Xbox One X right now, and I spent years not playing some of my favorite 360 games because, like, I just, you know, didn't want to have to go dig out the 360 and hook it all up. 
But now it's like almost every game that I own, if not every game, all of my 360 games work on my One X. So I just pop it in, you know, and I'm reliving some of my favorite childhood memories and stuff. And then the fact that the Series X is going to have every generation of Xbox, that's awesome. It would have been cool if the PS5 could have done something like that. Like you could, you know, pop in your old PS2 and PS3 games. But, you know, I'll take the PS4. That's good because I have a big stack I'm staring at right now. And if I had to do the same thing that they did with the PS4 to the PS3 games, I'd be like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree that it should be an essential thing. And it's good that they're doing that because, you know, it's nice that I don't have to. Like, I can sell my PS4, use some of that money to get the PS5, but I can still keep my games and enjoy them, right? Because I'm going to want to go back and play God of War or Detroit or Spider-Man PS4. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, really quick. So for for that point... Um, Brett, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there with you guys um, wholeheartedly because I, I mainly like I only have my PlayStation for it for the exclusives. Literally any other third party game I buy on my PC, and I really wish that these consoles or these companies, <laughs> main, mainly Sony because Nintendo and Nintendo too, because there used to be a way to play their legacy titles through, um, through the Wii and the Wii U. They had the, um, I forgot the, the name of it. Console. Yeah, the virtual console. Yep. Then they're like. Nope, we're gonna take that away and <laughs> yeah, you know give cool. you a crappy internet service that you can kind of play our games on. But I, I, I mean, I agree. You know, it's um, this is actually tying into Jared's question. With normally for the longest time, if if convenience has always been like a big factor for me, so like I've pretty much sold every single one of my consoles. The only one I have left is I think I have my Wii left because I let my sister start playing it. Um, and then I have my OG PS2, like the big fat one, I mm. since day mm. one. And other than that, I don't have like anything else. But I think this time around, I'm going to try to keep what I have for the PS4 because Sony is just like really crazy with this stuff. And they're not the kings of backwards compatibility. They kind of were when the PS3 was first release, but that's part of the reason why it was so expensive but uh yeah to answer your question jared i'm pretty much moving forward i'm going to try to hold on to my ps4 as long as i can um because we don't really know the full list of games are going to be backwards compatible as of yet but um as soon as they are like i'll I'll throw it out the window but (laughs) (laughs) well i guess if anything else I usually have my main, like, the console I'm playing in my living room, and then mm. I'll put the other one in my room. So I guess I'll have a Blu-ray player in my room then. Um, <laughs> that's about the only reason I'd keep it. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Ren, what about you? Uh, I I am not a type of guy who will sell, like, let's say the PS5. I'm not the guy who's going to want to sell his PS4, but I had to do it once. Because uh, I'm not rich, I'm, I'm middle class. I'm a middle class guy. My family is a middle class family. And when the PS3 came out, I was forced to sell my PS2, and I had a slim one. Because up uh, until the PS3, the PS3 was the first console, like one of these big consoles, like PlayStation. That was the first one that I bought on day one. Because up until then, I was always the, the the last guy in my in my class, my group of friends, to to get the PlayStation. I still remember buying the first PlayStation, and I still have it. Um, with Tekken 3, oh, then yeah. I bought the, the, mm. the second one, and I, I don't remember if it came with anything, but I had a lot of fun with the, the PS2. Then the PS3 I bought, and around when the PS4 came out, I decided that I was going to buy, and this was even a point I was forgetting, I decided I was going to buy consoles on on day one when they come out if 
there's at least one game for that console that I want. So I'm very interested in a game specifically that we're going to talk about in a little bit, so I'm not going to say what it is right now. <laughs> but there's a game that I'm really interested about. If it comes out on the day that the console comes out, I'm going to buy the console. If it doesn't, again, I, I can wait till Christmas. Look at that yeah. tease. He's teasing more of this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for Nat 3 as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brett, what about you? Uh, then we'll get into talking about the games and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I was kind of thinking. I realized too that that's kind of the answer I've been given a lot of people. I think I, I'm kind of finally decided now. But um, my first day one console was the PS4, and I remember I got a job, my first job, because I was only 15 when it came out. Nice. And my first job in September, and I busted my ass picking up as many shifts as I could until being there on a freezing <laughs> November 13th morning outside my local Walmart by myself at like wow. six in the morning at 15 <laughs> with, I think when I, after I bought the console and one game with it, one game, which was the broken as fuck Battlefield 4. So that yes. was a mistake. <laughs> um, I had like $20 left in my bank account. So I, I was super wow. excited. It was my first day one console. Um, but now I feel like I kind of am a day one guy because I'm just too excited. I'm one of those people that I'm like, when a new thing comes out, I need it. Like when the One S came out, I sold my original Xbox One, bought the S. Mm. When the X came out, sold my S, bought the X. So, you know, I'm kind of one of those people now that I'm I'm super excited. And I was trying to decide because, like I said, like with the price in Canada, it's ridiculous. So, like I currently I'm so own sorry. both. I know, <laughs> it's, it's but I eventually I do I I currently managed to save up. Uh, it was a year in between. I bought the PS4 day one, then a year later I bought the Xbox One. So okay. um, yeah, so I, I do plan on getting both again at some point, pending price. And it was so you know it was such a slim narrow race for me um, about which console I was going to get first, the Series X or the PS5. But I'm kind of in the same boat as Ren. I'm like, hey, when it releases. What games am I going to have available to me? Like, what am I going to be able to play? Aside just from backwards compatibility, right? Because, you know, I could just yeah. keep my old consoles until something cool pops up. So, but I think I kind of finally decided that I am going to go with a PS5 first because it does seem like it's going to have better titles around that, like, holiday 2020 area. And a good chunk of my brother's also going to be getting the PS5 day one. And I have a couple of friends that also said they'll be getting it day one. So I mm. think I'm finally decided... Um, and I am one of those people too, that typically like, as long as there is that backwards compatibility, I am willing to sell the old console. Cause I'm mm. not like a, I'm a physical collector in the way of like movies and games, but not so much consoles. I think in my house right now, I have my two consoles, which is the one X, the PS4. My brother has a PS4, which is actually mine. And the lucky bastard. I just, I was <laughs> awesome and gave it to him for free for whatever reason. But I was like, here, just take it. I'll buy a different one. Uh, I also have, yeah, I know. I'm just that nice. Right. Um, but I also have a, a switch and the original Nintendo Wii, just because the Wii was awesome. That was one of my favorite consoles ever. Mm -hmm. So I that's what that I have game. right now. But, um, I think that with the backwards compatibility, as long as like the main exclusives, because I'm kind of in the same boat as Christian that I primarily have my PS4 for exclusives. As long as all those main ones are backwards compatible, I will, I'll probably just sell off the PS4 and use a little bit of that cash towards the PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I like put this up on screen. I was like, <laughs> it, it does look nice. It yeah. <laughs> a good job of showing it off. 
They re- they really did. It just it's like, hey, I need you to make a console what people thought consoles were gonna look like in like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. go. Make me the tallest Wi-Fi router you can. Have it's you ever like, seen the two mind. towers? Make it look like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, of course, you know, uh, no console is without its games. So let's dive into what they revealed um during the playstation 5 event there was a lot of uh first party exclusives and uh sony has rebranded sony interactive entertainment which is pretty much all of their first party in-house uh studios over to playstation studios so they really started pushing that out i'm not sure if you guys saw the um the new intro that they're going to be implementing into like all their new ps5 games Uh, i don't think it's going to show for the last of us or goes to uh, Sushima, but um, yeah, there was actually a lot of games announced, like way more than what I was expected, and they mm. definitely gave us a reason to pick one up day one, but there, there's a few things that, you know, they still need to clarify, but um, I wanted to go around uh, really quick, and what games pretty much stuck out to you between, it can be first party, third party, um, I guess we'll start with Jared on this one. Um Ooh. Before the reveal and everything, I tweeted out like the night before, and I was like, I want Spider-Man, a new Spider-Man of some Hell situation, yeah. because, you know, they, they had signed them with Insomnia, which is PlayStation, part of PlayStation exclusive studios and whatnot. Um, so we got that, you know, with Miles Morales, which is still kind of confusing because some people are saying it's a standalone, it's kind of an add-on. From what it sounds like, it's a standalone, but not a full game. What twelve mm-hmm. or ten yeah, to fifteen for, hours? Yeah. From what I heard more recently, like just yesterday, I heard that it's like comparable, comparable to that that uh, f- kind of fifth uncharted uh, game. That yeah, game Lost Legacy. Yeah, Lost Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Or kind or of, the Left Behind add-on for The Last of Us. Right. Or uh, First Light for Infamous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. which the thing is, those games I had a good time with. Um, especially this if. You know, you you give me a fifteen hour solid story, fun new stuff, new suits, oh, yeah. uh, just anything and everything. I'm on board for it, especially mm-hmm. since if I get to replay that game, but with better graphics, so I'm so excited it for looks it. So amazing. So oh. that was one. But then I was like, please, please, God, give me a Ratchet and Clank game. I am a huge fan <laughs> of Ratchet and Clank. You. I am a huge fan of it. Ever since I randomly rented it back when I was God knows how old. When we got this, and the funny thing is I had to watch half of this on my phone with really, really bad Wi-Fi because I was running errands. So I was in the line to, like, go through the bank teller, and that's when they announced Ratchet and Clank. And I was like, i got to see this in better graphics because it's just, like, pixels right now. But I was so happy to get that because I love the humor. I love the weapons. I love everything about that world. But then them bringing in a new character now, I was so excited for it. Um, it's like, yeah. you know, a female version of Ratchet. So I'm very yeah. excited. Oh. I'm also scared for that poor innocent version because that's going to be all over the hub. And you oh, know it. it already is. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> just, oh my God, man. What yeah. is wrong with people? Yeah. Careful with the DVNR tents. <laughs> yeah. Within an hour, I already saw people posting stuff. But yeah, those were the two that really, oh, uh, and then Horizon. Um, yeah. I'm a big mm. fan of Horizon, but oh, I'm sure one of you guys will talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Ren, what about you? 
Uh, so I, w- I, d- I didn't have any wants going into it. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, for the most part, like I was laying over there in my bed and I had the computer to my side, but I was playing Last of Us. So I was just looking every <laughs> now and then. But a few things caught my eye, like Spider-Man Miles Morales. I also had my eye on it and I was like, what is this? Is this an add on a DLC? Is it a new game? What is going on? And for a few days, I couldn't quite figure it out. Another one that just caught my attention today, because I was doing a a podcast with my friend Zach Pope, and he told me what this was about. Pragmata looks Mm. really good. Mm. Like the concept, the world around it looks really interesting. Unfortunately, it's only arriving in 2022, according to to the list here, which sucks um but the one but the one i was teasing a few moments ago and this one has been announced for a while but we have seen very little but the little that we have seen looks amazing and that's godfall mm. godfall looks mm. like yeah. something that yeah. is right up my really alley pretty game too yeah. i i i hate to use this this phrasing but it looks like the game that was made for me <laughs> no it's fine um yeah that godfall does look interesting because i think that was like technically the first playstation exclusive they really they revealed during uh the game awards for chef keely yeah um which he's been doing fantastic job with that and with uh summer games fest Mm -hmm. we don't have three this year yeah he really did yeah he yeah as soon as i heard that uh, Jeff Keighley's pulling, pulling out of B3. I was like, oh, yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Well, I mean, it used to be like a trade show, you know, for press. And then you, you get the public involved and all this other crazy stuff happens. Uh, but, Brett, uh, mm. let's go to you. What uh, what games right. stuck out to you during this uh, event? So I'll power through what the other guys already say because I'm excited mm. for the majority of games. And I'll focus on a couple in particular that I'm really excited for. So, of course, again, like everyone else, Spider-Man Miles Morales, what a way to open the show. It looks amazing. I've watched that trailer, I don't know how many times now. It looks so <laughs> good. Um, Horizon Forbidden West also looks absolutely spectacular. I, I, I'm i ashamed of myself, but I've never actually gotten all the way through the first one yet. But what I have gotten through, I love this. Mm. And I'm extremely excited. Uh, funny thing about Ratchet and Clank was because that game caught my attention right away. It looks like so much fun. But I always found... Uh, um, you know, back in the PS2, PS3 days and stuff when those games were really big, I found there was always kind of this, like, discourse. It was like you were either Team Ratchet and Clank or Team Jack and Daxter. Yep. Yep. I yeah. was always a Jack and Daxter guy. I was never huge into Ratchet and Clank, but that game caught my eye, and it, like, skyrocketed to the top of my <laughs> most anticipated list because that looked, like, so much fun. So I was super excited for that. Uh, Pragmata, like uh, Ren was saying... I was, I had so many different things running through my head. I'm like, what is this? But I realized towards the end that it was giving me like major, major Dead Space vibes. That's what I so thought like, it was at first. Yeah, I was like, is this a new Dead Space? So I was so excited. Yeah, you just look at it. Another thing, it looks gorgeous. Another game looks absolutely stunning. But I was getting major Dead Space vibes, and I love that series. Third one's fun to play with a friend, not a great game per se. <laughs> but, you know, I was super excited for that. Um, Godfall, like another one too, like you were guys saying, it was really early that it was announced a while ago. And when I saw it, I was like, that looks like that could be a ton of fun. But two other ones that really stuck out to me, 
Um, and I guessed it too. And it was funny because I watched this whole event <laughs> with my younger brother and um, I watched it and we were watching the first little bit of it. I was like, what if this is a new Resident Evil game? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Nah, there's no way. This looks like Resident <laughs> Evil. I was like, I think it is. And then it said Village. I said, you watch. That's going to turn into an eighth. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I said, you son of a bitch. I told you. Suck wow. it. So I was so hyped. And I was like, I love Biohazard. It completely reinvented the franchise for me. So I'm so excited for Village. But I have one more that might be my most anticipated all right. Maybe not most because Spider-Man That's Miles Morales right. looks good. <laughs> but, uh, but a death loop looks like so Ooh. much. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks like if you took yes. Bioshock gameplay and did like We Happy Few graphics, and it looks yep. like the perfect blend of chaos and mayhem and just mind fuckery. And I am so excited for us. What the hell is it? Oh. You're right. That looks, that looks amazing. <laughs> Wait, that's not it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> James, James Spot. Oh, and I forgot another honorable mention, though. The Demon Souls remake looks fantastic. Yes, that's what that's I wanted really to uh, bring up as well. Because mm. they've been, that's been a big, um, was rumor big for rumor. A long time, yeah. yeah, very mm. long time. And it looks, and I saw comparisons compared to like some of the monsters in the original game compared to this one. And it is uncanny. Like how much effort they put into this remake is amazing. But I think death loop is definitely up towards the top for me. It looks spectacular. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So I would agree with death loop because that is made by arcane studios and, mm-hmm. uh, Bethesda softworks. They made, um, what was it? The uh, dishonored. The dishonored. Yeah, yeah. 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 A really good job on those. I was like, Oh, this, and even we happy few, I got a lot of that vi- uh, vibes yeah. as well. Um, for me, I mean, obviously, you know, the big heavy hitters, you know, Ratchet, Spider-Man, uh, Horizon. But I was kind of confused because um, they showed, you know, we know that uh, Mods Morales Spider-Man is coming out this holiday. But they didn't really show us that much gameplay, but they showed us, like, extensive gameplay in Somniac Games because they, they um, make both properties of Ratchet and Clank. So it's like between... The you know the major heavy hitters for PlayStation. I wonder, besides Miles Morales, what else is going to come out? I wonder if Miles Morales is enough. I mean, it might be because uh, Marvel Spider Man is like the best selling PS4 like PlayStation exclusive mm-hmm. of all time. Which yeah. I mean, but it's like I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm hoping that the Miles Morales storyline is only at like a forty dollar range because. Mm-hmm. They did cl- uh, clarify between, you know, iGen had the interview um, with someone from Sony and they're like, oh, yeah, like it's kind of like an expansion and, you know, coming out for PlayStation 5. I'm like, OK, but like, what do you mean by expansion? Because <laughs> you really got to clarify on that. And then later on, Insomniac literally tweeted and said it's a standalone game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, well, we, we got that all covered up. Um I also remember hearing them, too. I think that they said that with Miles Morales, they were actually going to be releasing an upgraded version of Spider-Man PS4, so technically like Spider-Man PS5, that they said they were going to be like taking full advantage of the new like graphics and the new system. So I wonder if it'll be like a bundle where you can get like Spider-Man remastered plus Miles yeah. Morales. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested. But if, honestly, I would rebuy that because the game looks amazing enough already, but I just feel like yeah. on the PS5 it would be that much cleaner that I'd be like, yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. worth it. Especially mm-hmm. in 4K. Well, yeah. 4K, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their their version of 4K. I mean, I'm yeah. kind of interested to say when, when they say 4K, you know, when it comes to frame rate and uh, graphics, I mean, I wonder how close they're actually going to get because I thought 
these consoles, especially the PlayStation 5, was just going to be like 1440p, which is like essentially 2K. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have been fine with that. I mean, it's it's a pretty nice upgrade, but I mean, they're they're going for the for the full swing there. So, I guess so. Um, there were a few indies that I thought were pretty interesting um, that kind of caught my eye. Uh, well, I guess third parties, you would say. Uh, the Ghostwire Tokyo game looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very. Uh, it's kind of like a third party type. It looks kind of like a horror game, I think. Yeah, you're like or, fighting like Slender Man, it looks like, and other yeah. things. It was weird. Which is weird because normally in like horror esque games, you don't have a lot of, you know, defense mechanisms to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But it looks pretty cool. I like it a lot. And then uh, what was another one? I think it was Pragmat. No, it was, oh my God, what was the name of it? It was like, uh, not nocturnal or um returnal or whatever was it is that what you're talking about i think the opening one with the kind of Mm, dying in the loop or whatever yeah Um, it was like it was basically groundhog day but in space like different planets yeah was was that a playstation exclusive or is that a ending i I think it was an exclusive okay okay it was up it was pretty interesting okay yeah i think yeah yeah, returnal i believe yeah returnal okay okay yeah that was that was pretty cool i like that um, one final thing, one that just honestly, I don't know why it scared the bejesus out of me. Oh, that good, bugs man. snacks game <laughs> where you're eating food and then you turn into that food. That is some Cronenberg uh, like horror shit. I don't want that. <laughs> I was like, what is going? I'm like, okay, yeah. so all of like the oh, I got weenie are- hands and it's like no, <laughs> yeah. no. There was like a caterpillar like uh, <laughs> so Subway good. sandwich. I'm like, yeah, weird. I. Th- Think if you guys have ever played Octodad, that's, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's uh, the same. Yeah, same uh, company. Yeah, so good. <laughs> the game gave me endless laughs. Octodad, holy <laughs> shit, that's so that, funny. It, it, it was. Oh my gosh, that was. Uh, I'm trying to think of if, if there was anything else that really actually stuck out. Um, we we did get a little bit more of you know the um, accessories that are supposed to be coming with the PlayStation 5. So mm-hmm. I guess that's pretty cool. But um, I guess what I wanted to ask you guys, um, through all the games, like, um, do you think there was anything they could have done better, as in, you know, give us either, like, more information, or was there anything that you wish that you were kind of hoping for that didn't make the list? Because I was actually kind of hoping for a new Crash game. But mm-hmm. I knew that was very, very far-fetched. It was kind of just, like, wishful mm-hmm. thinking. But did you guys have any of those? Um, on your list, um, I guess we'll start with Ren. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I w- I wanted to to know more info like memory and pricing. Like I I know why they didn't show it right now, but I I wanted them to. I also like I wanted a Crash game as well, but I still want to play the the trilogy for the PS4 because I was always a Crash game. Crash Inspire were my thing and kids, so I wanted to play both those. But I was really hoping for the new God of War to be announced. Mm. Even just tease, even if it only comes out in like one of the games I mentioned, 2022, just a tease, like the Omega symbol, symbol and then it starts to burn. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Brett, what about you? Um, I agree with Ren that I do wish, I mean, obviously, you know, the big thing is always leave them wanting more and leave people mm. excited and theorizing and stuff. But I do wish we got 
some sort of an inkling of like what the price even might be or like around like i hate constantly seeing holiday 2020 like, okay, <laughs> when just say it already like it feels like it's always kind of like mid-november late november because mm, they want to yeah. hit you know they're never going to want to miss black friday sales and christmas sales and stuff like that so it'll be probably around that time i'm going to assume um, I had two ones, and one of them, everyone's going to be like, ha, noob. But <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have expressed this on a few shows with you guys, and that's like, I'm a big Call of Duty fan, even though some of them in the past years have been kind of shit. But <laughs> I had heard that, you know, this is the latest that a Call of Duty has ever been revealed. So apparently Call of Duty 2020 is still on track to release this year, but we haven't gotten a reveal yet. And they're always in May. And then everyone, like every person in the call of duty community was like, it's going to happen at this PlayStation event. They still have the exclusivity deal for a year. Still no reveal. So I have no idea what the hell is going on with that game. Mm -hmm. That just spells trouble for me, but one more. And it was kind of a wish list one. Like you guys, it was like, I really wish I was hoping for something like God of war, but I didn't really expect it. But one that I had heard and it's been rumored for every single major gaming event for the past three years, and that's a new Batman Arkham game. Seriously? I even heard heard, that that there was leaked, like, title screens and stuff like that, and I was like, oh my god, are we finally getting it? And everyone's like, this just in, it's gonna be here at the PlayStation event, and then we didn't get it again, (laughs) and I'm like, here goes another one, like, another gaming (laughs) event with no Batman Arkham coming, and just like, fuck. It just sucks. It sucks. I I, I agree with you. Yeah, no, because because you know since E three got canceled, it, it was it was said that you know a new Batman and a new Harry Potter game was mm-hmm, supposed to be yeah. released, and it's like I guess WB Games is like up for sale, yeah, now, whatever. So right? I'm like, yeah, hey, I, <laughs> I can't like PlayStation like they just acquired Insomniac Games, and you know they're very I guess particular about which studios they pick up, but. I, I could I could definitely see X or Microsoft picking them up. I mean, we already know, you know, even though we haven't seen any other exclusives from Xbox, we know two are the, that are coming, and that's um, the new Halo, Halo Infinite, supposed to launch day and day with the Xbox, and then um, what was it? The new Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice game, apparently. Mm. I think. Well, I'm not sure if that's supposed to release alongside of it, but. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys with everything that they've shown for PlayStation Five, because as we've known in the past, like especially with the, with the PS3 and the Xbox One, like there's been like absolutely like freaking nothing that comes out like within the first few months. It's like there's yeah. no games. There's maybe a system seller from time to time. Uh, the Switch had it with um, with Breath of the Wild, which got everyone to buy that. But with the lineup that they have. Because I don't think Horizon is coming out that soon. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it came out in, what, 2017? So, like, I would expect for Horizon to be, like, you know, a day one, day and day with PlayStation over, like, maybe Ratchet and Clank or even Spider-Man. Just because it's been it's been about four years. But, I mean, um, I guess what, my, what I'm trying to ask is, um, with the PlayStation 5 event, did they give you a reason to pick this up day one? And I guess we'll, we'll start with Brett. Um, I think so. Like I was saying, I know that Ren was talking about earlier that like that's kind of the main thing when buying a day one console is you want to have 
something to play. Otherwise, you might mm. be stuck in my situation where you have two months of just Battlefield 4, and <laughs> you're like, why am I doing this to myself? But, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like they, they did give me a reason. There was enough there that even games that are a little bit further down the road, like, I'm willing to wait and just play my backwards compatibility games or play, you know, Spider-Man Miles Morales because... You know, assuming that they have that holiday 2020, that dreaded holiday 2020 banner attached to it, I'm assuming it will be a launch console or a launch day alongside the console. So mm. um, I think they did give us enough and get people excited enough to want to get it right away. Um, I guess it all really depends on, you know, for me, again, with the picking it up, it just, you know, we need to know more, right? We need to know the price and everything like that. But based yeah. on the games alone, I do feel like they gave us enough to go off of. I agree. And especially, you know, when we, we had with Xbox, they, 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 they've been completely transparent with the Xbox Series X. And apparently there's supposed to be uh, another console going alongside with that. Um, at this point, I'm just assuming it's going to be an all digital version of the Xbox Series X. Cause like, mm-hmm. I mean, why would it not be? Cause I mean, both of these consoles are built like PC towers because I don't know why Mark Cerny came out during, you know, their, uh, wrote to PlayStation 5 event, um, and they're like, oh, you know, well, the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro wasn't really built for, built for ventilation. And I'm like, well, that's why my PlayStation sounds like a jet engine. Every yeah, it's taken off. Like, yeah. yeah, every single time I like play God of War, it sounds like it's going to like set on fire, but that's totally fine. Uh, but uh, let's get back. Sorry, I got a little bit off track there. But um, Ren, what about you? Did, did they give you a reason to pick up a PlayStation Five, they gave me reason enough to want to at this point but i don't know if i'd say i'm i'm fully convinced i don't know if i'd mm. say i'm fully committed like i am going to buy that on day one uh, yeah. i'm not like that at this point but like if if godfall which is coming out on day and date launch mm. if that keeps my interest i'm definitely buying it as long as i can afford to uh right. financially like if it turns out up until uh, from now till then if it turns out oh god follows a shooter i'm like spongebob and i'm a head out um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i i don't know for now i want to because i want the new playstation and it looks so pretty i'm going to just sleep with it as a pillow um <laughs> but i don't know I, i'm still i'm still hesitant but i'm willing i'll, I'll say mm. that okay uh, really quick before we get to Jared, Trent Lay commented on Brett's comment about Batman. About Batman, Batman is always a need, not a want, and I totally. It's agree. true. I am. It's true. Where's Rachel? <laughs> Where's, Where's my PlayStation? Oh man. Um, so, uh, Jared, what about you? Did they give you a reason? Yes and no. Um. <gasps> they got me hyped like I am so excited I want to get this and especially since like say three months after it comes out I can't get one you know mm-hmm. like if I don't get it day one can I get is there going to be enough supply so that's kind of the way my brain is working but also I'm sure there's going to be another event of some sort where it's like hey here's the price here's what's going to be on their day mm-hmm. one blah 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 because like Brett kind of said I don't want to be stuck with like a battlefield or something like that I want I don't know. Horizon would be awesome to have day one ratchet and clank. I mean, Spider-Man's kind of going to be there, but it's kind of like, if I'm going to get this, what do I have for the first three to six months to play? Because some of those Mm -hmm. games, you know, it, it's going to give me a month. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I want to know more, but they gave me enough to keep me like 
hey, when there's news, I'm checking it day like instantly. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they they've got their hooks in me. Right. And I, I, I agree with all you guys. Um I think for me, I I mean I kinda already made up my mind, but at the same time, I mean I really like how, you know, Microsoft's been so transparent with the Xbox One S. I mean, no, I mean the Series X, excuse me. Uh, like no, we don't know the price points yet. And I think E3 kind of hurts our chances in a way of, you know, seeing what the price point is. Because normally, you know, E3 would happen, you know, they would show their new consoles. Even if PlayStation wasn't a part of E3, they would probably have like their own events, kind of like how Microsoft did, because they literally own like the building right across the street from where E3 is normally held every single year. So, you know, I feel like we should have already gotten the price points at this time. And I feel like there's more of a, you know, a staring contest between PlayStation and Xbox. Like, who's going to blink first? Yeah. Who's going to, you know, <laughs> release their, um, <laughs> their prices uh, first and foremost. But uh, Xbox does have their uh, exclusive event coming in July. I think it'll be and, for them. Yeah. And uh, Jared had said something else that really caught me. Um, I literally just forgot what you had said about the um, PlayStation. Um, was it oh like... Uh, Are we going back to the girl from Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want to bring up? Um, yeah, bring up bring up that rule thirty four. <laughs> right. No, it's it it'll probably come to me later on, but that's okay. okay. Um but yeah, I it, they they've given me a reason, but I really do wish they would have shown us a little bit more. Um it's just I don't know. Like I'm I'm on board, but I wish Sony was as transparent as Xbox when it came to, you know, I mean if they want to show us the console, that's fine. But uh, there's, I feel like there's something missing because, like, we really don't know what's going to be coming out besides Spider-Man. And it's like, if yeah. it is just Spider-Man, is that enough, like you said, to hold someone over for the next, like, three to six months? I one, don't think so. One thing I know I was doing, and a couple friends, I'm sure maybe you guys were too, um, I was watching this, and I had my credit card ready because I thought <laughs> that they might have potentially opened pre-sales or pre-orders right. because oh, wow. wouldn't, wouldn't you have thought that that would then give them an idea of be like, oh, we need to have this many ready day one. Yeah. Um, that's what, yeah. that, that's what it That'd was. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. I and I thought that. that that's what they were going to do, but, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. And actually that brought up that I remember what you were talking about because so PlayStation or Sony had said that since – you know, of COVID uh, and everything that's going on, they would be shipping less consoles okay. when it first came out. But How you know, right no. <laughs> Um, so that that's what it was. Um, for whatever reason, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm assuming that uh, resources are in short supply because you know, not only are there game consoles being made this year, I'm sure that you know, technology between you know, new graphics cards, RAM phones whatever other pieces of technology out there um but i did want to get to a few chats here um between trent lay he said a little bit ago i feel as if they'll do more state of plays leading up to the launch um date uh talking about price and what have you and any other questions that we have i think that they will they've done really well within within these past like two to three playstation state of plays with ghost of sushima and last of us part two um and then he also said, "Yeah, um, that one's really interesting. I hadn't thought of yeah. that one." Um, 
Trent also comments saying also the uh, price of game. Oh, he wants to know if the price of games are going to go up. You know, the jump between PS3 to PS4 was a bit. I think that was about 10 bucks. And I think that's yeah. when I talked to Brett online. Yeah, but I was about, scared. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess that does actually bring up a pretty good question. Do you guys think that these uh, consoles or these games are going to go up like an extra $10? Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's no secret to no one. You know, the, the latest Call of Duty upgrade or update was like, depending on what console or device you're playing it on, was between what? I think it was like 50, 60, maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. gigs. Mm-hmm. So it's like these games are getting bigger. So is a terabyte even enough anymore? Because I'm almost running out of space on my PS4 as is. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll start with uh, Ren. Do you, um, I guess, like, do you think that there's going to be a price jump between PS4 and PS5 games or next gen, uh, bleh, next gen games overall? Uh, yeah, I. I didn't even remember that this happened from PS3 to PS4. So that's a really good point to bring up, first of all. Second, I, I'm not going to be the little, the least bit surprised if it does yeah. at all whatsoever. It's going to be like, yeah, that makes sense somehow. Um, <laughs> but for some reason, there's something in me right now. As soon as the question brought up, I, I thought that's a really good question. But second, I just have a gut feeling that it won't for some reason. Like at least over here, we have games. The games generally, even just in the PS4, they generally go for from fifty nine to seventy nine. Sometimes, if there's the littlest bit of specialness about a certain edition, mm. then there are the one hundred twenty dollars and one hundred fifty dollars <laughs> ones that i bought the god of war that one is still there i have lots of special editions ones so i can <laughs> complain but for some reason there's something in me that maybe they won't like at least for every game maybe they won't please lord <laughs> he's like i'm weak and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm desperate do not do this at all um, Jared, what about you? I don't want it to, but <laughs> looking at the trend, looking at the amount of tech that's going into it, looking at just, you know, everything around it, I feel like it should, it might, I don't know. Otherwise, I think it'll stay the same price, and I'm wondering if more games, and I really hate this, but they'll do more of those, like, DLC-type things, or they'll be like, hey, here in, like, six months, here's a $10 add-on or something, mm. to then, like, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I did pay $100 for this full game. Um, oh, yeah. These so, guys, uh, these bastards are sneaky. They, they really yeah. are. <laughs> well, and, then, and then the thing is, yeah, if you're getting it day one, you're paying that $100, but, you know, you usually wait a year, and it's like, oh, here's the definitive edition with all the mm-hmm. DLC for $60. So it's really, it comes down to a two, a thing, too, is like, do you want it day one, or do you want to wait? Um, I don't know. All yeah. right. And, well, we've no Brett's stance on it, but if there's anything else you want to <laughs> yeah, add, anything else you want to add, you know, feel free to. Yeah, I may as well. <laughs> First, I just want to say to the guy dropping all the comments that Trent Lee, he's he's the buddy I was talking about earlier that's in the military that was oh, going okay. to the digital oh, edition. Okay. So he must have heard me and then joined. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's you know it's the same thing. 
with a lot of these companies, they don't want to outprice themselves, right? And that's kind of what happened when we we're talking about the PS3 nonstop. That's kind of why they lost that that console war that generation is they just they outprice themselves and they got to realize that they got to think about every market, right? So like I'm saying with Canadians, if games jump up to 89.99 or 99.99 plus tax, uh, no one's gonna buy new games buy, around yeah. here. Right? <laughs> so they got to take that into account. Yeah. I don't think they will raid away, but I can see gradually over time they might bump it up to that 89 mark, and I really hope they don't. I can I can see it happening, though, and that sucks, but, I mean, you know, only time can tell. But And the other thing, too, I was realizing it when Jared was saying what he was saying there about, like, the add-ons and stuff, and the funny thing is I guarantee that almost all of this stuff is actually done with the full game, but what they do is they just, you know, save it for a just couple months. Off. Yeah, and then they basically say it's like, oh, the story continues, but really it's like, <laughs> no, that's still part of the story. You're just selling it to us for more money rather than giving us a full game. And it's yeah. annoying, but that is, you know, that's the name of the game, right? That's how they make their money, and that's what they're going to continue to do. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt with Marvel Spider-Man, because when the DLC came out, I felt like that could have easily been implemented in with the new game, because yeah, I, I felt like I was a little skeptical. I'm like, okay, you know... The, the game comes out, It was I think it was like a month or two before the game came out. And then they announced, oh, this DLC for it. I was like, back in like the 360 and PS3 era, for all of you listening who are, you know, 12, 13 years old, uh, there used to be a little thing called DLC that came out <laughs> after a game was successful. Like Oblivion, you know, they mm-hmm. had all, all the DLC announced afterwards. It's like, hey, you know, we're doing really well. We're also working on DLC. But that wasn't announced until... Like I would say a few months out, but mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, it was like, oh, the, there's going to be DLC with it. But it's like, well, the game hasn't even come out yet. So like, yeah. I feel like that was a bit. Put it in the game. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, even with uh, like, I was worried kind of like about the padding of the game because when people had a problem with the, uh, the last of us left behind DLC, um, that's now with the last of us remastered edition, you know, you could play it separately, but, I keep going back and I'm like, if this was actually in the game, I feel like it would have lost its, its pacing, not yeah. its padding. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So it's like, I can kind of see how they had that, you know, the reason why they did that, but I'm really hoping for like Spider-Man miles Morales. It gives, it's more of a full game, not just like, I mean, I guess uncharted lost legacy. It started off at what? Like 40 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It was cheap from the get go. Yeah. Um, it, it really was, but um, really quick, uh, Trent comments said, uh, especially with Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed, where you have so many different uh, types of game editions with the season passes, etc., and some of the add-ons will bring up, yeah, to about 150. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's right, absolutely. And I mean, I'm hoping that they kind of just keep prices as they are because, yeah. If, you know, if the baseline of certain games go up, like, let's say people who pre-ordered, like, the Ellie edition of The Last of Us, which I did not because I was like, okay, I love this game, but, like, <laughs> not $200, $250. Bucks. Like, I just yeah. got a special edition. But, you know, the price of collector's editions are, of course, going to go up. But, I mean, collectors are going to try to, you know, get that any way that they can. Absolutely. But uh, I wanted to kind of just open up the floor. Was there any uh, talking points or anything you guys kind of wanted to bring up when it came to, you know, comparing between either the Xbox or PlayStation and any any video game news you guys wanted to uh, touch on or anything you kind of wanted to uh, talk about? 
Uh, I had a question that just popped into my head with uh, the PlayStation now having a, a digital edition, which means like even if you want at some point to buy a physical game, there's no use in doing mm. so. Do you think there will now be a, a bigger difference between the prices of physical games and digital games? I'm so glad you brought this up. Ooh, yeah. go mm-hmm. ahead. Um, um, because <laughs> I, for the last two years, I thought to myself, why isn't there? Because, again, I don't know how much money is getting put into a case, the art, the disc, printing, shipping, uh, sending it into stores and stuff like that. But I, I've been really curious on how that hasn't become a thing yet. And I could see that this would be the launch pad of being like, you could get it digitally, $10 cheaper or mm-hmm. something like that, where yeah. because there's no middleman or whatever. But also kind of branching off of there. I mean, obviously, you guys can throw your thoughts. Um, do you think which this is, I don't think it will, but there should be, there should or could be some sort of aftermarket digital digital trading of games. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Ew, Jared. I know. <laughs> yeah, how dare you be human? How dare you? How dare you be pro-consumer? <laughs> this is the anti-consumer pillar. Of, um, that's a good question. Um, Brett, did you want to go ahead and answer? Because I'm, I'm actually have to work on my response. Yeah, I'm pretty good at kind of, you know, bullshit. And so we'll see. So, um, yeah, no, honestly, I would love to see it personally. I think it would be so cool to be able to trade games with someone just you know if you own a game digitally like you own it right it's on your hard drive it'd be so cool just to ship it off to a friend and they give you something in return but again like we're saying that that's pro-consumer and that's just Mm -hmm. not going to happen that's not a way for sony to make money that's not a way for microsoft to make money i can't see them doing it they've kind of you know been generous enough in certain parts with giving us like share play and things like that or Mm -hmm. But I, I can't see it happening. And as much as I would love it, it's just, you know, it's not good for business for them. You know, they want to make money. Yeah. So all they want to do is have you play the game and then through word of mouth, get your friend to go buy the game and have that be the end of it. So, um, yeah. And, and with the interesting point that we were talking about earlier with the difference of price in digital games and physical games, there actually is a slight difference over here in Canada. And I want to ask a question. I don't know if it goes for you guys, too, but... um. So I know when things go on sale, it's definitely te- cheaper digital um, on yeah. sale than it is physical for sure all the time. Like the cheapest a game around here will go on is like 20 or 30 bucks, but I can get it for like $5 on the console. But I don't know. I'm assuming it's the same for everyone, but I don't know. But when you guys buy stuff digitally on your PlayStation, is there taxes for you guys or no? Not over yeah. here. For yeah. me, there is. Yes. There isn't for me either, really. So there isn't for oh, me and Rem. It's for you guys. That's not, in Por- not in Portugal or the UK. I, I can yeah. talk for both countries at this point. Yeah, there's not well, in Canada either. That's, that's interesting. Okay. I just want to check well, and see. It also depends um, here in the States because, like, you know, I'm in Tennessee, and for whatever reason, we, we get gouged taxed on, like, literally everything. I bought, like – some new uh software for uh my final for final cut pro and depending on like your zip code it was like an extra like three four dollars for me so it was like maybe six dollars in tax and i'm like oh my god but it's like i put in my home uh my home zip code back from ohio and it was like maybe two dollars in taxes i'm like 
whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, fun. that falls into the whole state income tax yeah. where each state is different and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Yeah. I got to I gotta correct myself. There's actually something that I, I guess I'd say I know very little about it, but I'd say is the equivalent that we have over here uh, for taxes. But instead of, let's say, a game is $69.99 plus taxes, a game over here is a certain amount. And then the taxes is that the taxes are added to make the $69.99. Okay. Oh, okay. And yes, okay. I went to 69 on purpose. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> um, well, I by, the, to, by the way, sorry, did you ahead. say that the Alley edition was $250 over here? I, over I thought it, I just threw out a price. I know it's okay. very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a share screen. I don't know if you can see it. Hang um, on. Uh, Actually, hold on. I think it on the bottom or something like that. Yeah, it's like at the very bottom next to like Cam and Mike. It's like in between. Oh, yeah, okay. I want so nice too. Can you can you tell me if this is the one that I'm showing you right now? Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, that over here is is it's in euros, but I'll 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 see what it converts to in dollars. <laughs> over here in dollars, it's two hundred and two dollars point fifty nine cents. Oh, jeez. Actually, I gotta wow. find out what's like in Canadian. I'm watching right. the ball <laughs> when I find a Canadian. Um, it, it's since you said it was two fifty, I was like, it's pretty cheap over here. I might get it because it's available. Really. It's still available. <laughs> and that's interesting too. I wish that my taxes worked the way that your guys do with how it leads up to being the price. Because for us, it is like a new game is seventy nine ninety nine plus tax, so it ends mm -hmm. up being ninety two dollars at the end oh of it. My oh wow! No. That's what I have to pay for a new no. game, and it's horrible. Yeah. So in Canada, oh. it is. <laughs> Um, hold on, let me check here. Okay, there's there's one price right there. I just want to be sure on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's looking like in Canada it is three forty nine ninety nine plus taxes. Wow, four hundred dollars. My heart. Okay, Canadian. here it's two thirty. So I, I was a little bit off. I knew it was at least two hundred. But yeah, it's two hundred thirty dollars yeah. here in the states. Okay, so over here it's cheaper. You can just pay it and send it to me, and eventually I'll, I'll bring it over. Yeah, Venmo yeah. works idea. with you, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you got Cash App, Venmo, Square Cash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, right, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a just, lot of just super chat when I do the podcast. Right. Yeah, it's like I'll just I'll, there, there. You go. <laughs> I'll pay you a little bit more because I know Google kind of uh you know yeah, takes they take a little yeah bit, that's they right. Some, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but to answer Jared's question, um, I um, when it comes to digital games, I kind of wish it was a little bit cheaper because, you know, you're I mean, yeah, you're getting the same game. And um, <laughs> even though, you know, we get the physical copies, we te we technically still don't own it, even though, you know, we have a physical disc it's not like you know if you get if brett's if brett gets like kicked off call of duty they're not going to come to his house and be like yeah we're going to need your uh, physical edition <laughs> or whatever and it's like no they're just gonna you know cut his online access off but he can yeah. play you know the uh story mode for as long as he likes <laughs> yeah but um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> platinum's it in like two days <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I kind of do wish that uh, digital versions were a little bit um, cheaper, but I've always wondered, you know, how with movies you get the, you know, if you get like the 4K version, you get, you know, the Blu-ray disc, 4K disc, and you also get a digital copy. 
I wonder yeah. why with video games it's not the same or something similar. You get the PS4, I, disc, PS4 disc and a digital version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Just sell it can off you, can you imagine what the price oh, yeah. of games would be Holy if that song. all came in? Oh that is God. very true. I mean, because I remember when the Xbox One, when, you know, during their um, announcement, they were trying to do like a DRM, like digital rights management, where essentially you would be able to share your games with your friends, but console players did not want it whatsoever. It yeah. would be kind of similar like on PC because I, I know there's certain uh, avenues that allow that or some, some games are DRM free as in, um, let's say if I bought a game through GOG.com, you know, I can redeem it on, you know, as long as that game's available on that platform, either on like Epic Game Store or Steam mm -hmm. or EA Play, which I thought was pretty cool, but um yeah console players were not going for it whatsoever but like the way they explained it I was like oh this is amazing but it, it just didn't it didn't work i don't know but yeah i've always wondered like do you guys know well i guess like would you guys have a hunch as to why they don't essentially give you a digital copy of that game as well because um, you sell it man yeah, yeah that's yeah. why it's, it's not it's pro consumer man that's why i guess the difference between that and movies is because when you buy a movie digitally it's it's through yet another surface service mm. instead of like yeah. the studio let's say you don't buy it directly from disney necessarily except with disney plus i guess but the mm. point stands uh but but with games it's different if you want to buy a game digitally you go to the ps store or the xbox store or whatever it is called i don't know anything about xbox yeah but yeah that's i think that's it okay yeah i just wanted to it's it's always been like a reasoning i'm like i guess it's more of like the selling because i mean i've given away so many digital copies and it's like mm. some of them i'll keep some of them i just don't care about but yeah. i guess i wonder what the like because sometimes i i feel like the game industry makes like it's a smaller community but i feel like they make more money than like hollywood does i don't know what it is but i mean i've read on, on it a little bit but like don't quote me on that but um it's just from the vibes I've been getting. Mm. But um, was there anything else you guys wanted to, you know, talk about that you kind of uh, missed before? Or It was just something I just thought of, too. I mm. wonder if they do maybe, like, try to entice people to get the digital edition by saying, like, like something like Canada. It's like, okay, if you buy the digital edition, like, you're not paying taxes. Or if you buy the digital edition, then digital games are, like, $10 cheaper. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they don't try to kind of entice people to go that way because it seems like that's the way that just and i hate it but it seems like like any industry in general seems to be really trying to go that way like a lot of people every year we're worried like you know are we still gonna have blu-rays next year like is physical media gonna be sticking yeah. around them so maybe yeah. this is where the, we start to see a shift that we have this new digital edition of a console that we haven't seen before not only that but it's launching alongside the regular edition maybe it's slightly cheaper and maybe they offer a discount on digital games and maybe this is the way they're starting to push for that shift away from physical media. Because obviously, like Jared said earlier, there's a lot that goes into it, right? You have to design an artwork and then you have to, you know, you have a case, you have yeah. to print, print yeah. it onto a disc and you have to ship it all over the world. That's probably costs so much money that we couldn't even imagine. So like you said, maybe this is where they begin that push to kind of get away from physical media. Mm -hmm. especially with COVID happening. And I like, I hate to think of it this way because they can definitely capitalize on that because mm. it's like, okay, you know, a lot of people aren't going out as much. I mean, it's kind of died down here. Everything's essentially open 
but um, I don't think movie theaters open by me just yet. But, they are um, over here. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Um, they're, yeah, not, they're not playing anything good though they're not like in the united states where you i know some <laughs> of you guys I, I know it's not everywhere but i know like zach yesterday went to see jurassic park on the big mm-hmm. theater so nice. over oh, here well, like yeah. yeah that would be yeah, awesome um oh, crap what was i saying oh yeah for for the um for crap i actually did just lose my train of thought there go ahead what's Brett. up I was just saying about how it was, it was about my point about going away from physical media. That was it. Okay. So um, <laughs> since with, with COVID, um, you know, with especially like there's a lot of definite companies that have essentially cut the cord when it comes to like physical um, software or, you know, media on a disc, like with Apple, pretty much like any Apple device that you buy, whether it be like an iMac or MacBook Pro, it does not come with a disk drive. You have to buy that separately. Any of their software updates, it's all done online. But I feel like a lot of these companies, it's like, hey, you know, we can really capitalize by just releasing a digital version. Not a lot of people are going out and people are going to buy the game either way. Because like, I do know a lot of people who have um, just all digital games on their um, on their console. I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, a 90s, 80s thing where, you know, oh, you have to have the physical edition. I think that's what it comes in for us that we're so used to it that it's like even where, when Brett said, you know, are we going to have Blu-ray discs next year or 10 years from now, five years from now? And it is kind of scary to think about, but it's like, man, at the same time, you know, it, it makes so much sense because you don't have to spend as much money shipping this stuff out, you know, as Jared was saying and. I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping it doesn't really go away, but they're really, I mean, there's a market there. So I guess it's like if people are going to keep, you know, buying physical, then they keep pumping that out. But, you know, technology is not going to wait around for us uh, <laughs> millennials to say, okay, yeah, now I'm fine with, you know, going all digital. But. Yeah. I'm curious with that all digital. I mean, if people do flock that way in, in a roundabout way, does that then make certain physical games more difficult to get your hands on um our store is going to have less stock are you going to maybe have to wait a little longer because you're going to have to order it directly you know i'm curious how that's going to affect things in what the next what five years Mm -hmm. yeah especially with you know it's i i always hate having it to where like so let's say if i violated something like some violated some term of service on steam like all of my games that I bought, you know, on there are digital. So it's like all of your games are tied to an account and then it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I mess up on something, but game preservation, it's like, I feel like these companies need to work on game preservation more because even with Nintendo, it's like almost damn near impossible just to play like, I don't know, Wind Waker, unless you have like, uh, Wii U, which was, you know, to many people wasn't that good of a console or a GameCube. But, you know, Nintendo is so protective of their IP that it's like, you know, if 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 the if the industry is going to go all the way, you know, digital, they really need to work on being more pro-consumer overall, for sure. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, we do this because let's be honest companies don't give two shits about us but (laughs) even though they you know pretend yeah like of course they care about gamers to a certain extent but i mean you know this is people's hard-earned money that you know people are spending on you know even brett you know he had 
20 bucks in his bank account after he bought the PlayStation. I mean, I've been there before. Like, even when I bought my first PlayStation 3, I was working at Giant Eagle's grocery store. And, you know, I was I was busting my ass, too. Like, I I wanted a PlayStation 3, like, so bad. And I had, like, little to no money left over. But, like, you know, I I worked for what I wanted. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, I was at a grocery store too. (laughs) It was like a local one. It was like five minutes away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it it is some insane stuff. But um, I didn't want this to go too long because, you know, Sunday afternoon, everyone wants to, you know, relax, get ready for the work week. Um, But I wanted to thank you guys so much for coming on. I really, you know, enjoy all of your guys' content, just wanted to go out, go out there and say that you guys do phenomenal work on YouTube. And, you know, I'm getting there with some reviews here or there, but it's mainly just me kind of working everything. So, uh, you know, I, I pump them out when I can. But um, pretty much that does it uh, does it for our uh, recap of the PlayStation 5 uh, event that happened this past Thursday. For everyone who's uh, joined in on the, on the chat, Tyler, thank you. He's probably not here anymore. But also <laughs> Trent Lay, uh, it's, it's Trent, a veteran. He, he served? Uh, he's serving currently. He's 24 okay. years old, I believe. Yeah, he just joined the military during this, lo- this year or the past year he was kind of in it, so. Okay. Well, Trent, thank you for your service as well. Uh, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, let's go around the podcast really quick and let everyone know where they can find you. I already have your information down below on the stream, but you can just go ahead and say it. We'll just start with Brett. Sure, yeah. So I'm on YouTube is obviously my main platform, but I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at TV. And if you're interested in reviews, since I don't do them on my channel anymore, you can hit up my letterbox, which is Bam Movie Reviews still. And I also want to say thank you, Christian, for having me on. And as always, it's a pleasure being joined by Ren and Jared when talking about whatever it is, whether it's go movies, video games, or, of course, nonsense. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And uh, Ren, let everyone know where um, they can find you at. You can find me everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Ren Geekness. I also do a lot of movie reviews. I'm starting something new on my channel. I just started today doing at least one a month, uh, an anime review, like a series, not necessarily a movie. Because movies, I do movies, and it doesn't matter if it's anime or not. But I'm <laughs> trying to, to bring more anime into my channel. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and uh, Jared, let everyone know where they can find you at. Yeah, you guys can find me on my YouTube channel at JBuck Studios. Otherwise, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Jared Buckendall. Um, you know, it's movie reviews. I like to throw a lot of comedy elements into it. It's kind of this weird mixture of uh, I'm like a movie enthusiast that's also trying to be an entertainer. So if you like anything like that, <laughs> jump over there. Um, Christian, though, thank you so much for inviting me over. Um, I'm trying to bring more gaming content in because I love games. So I'm so glad that you are able to. In- I was able to join you guys, I guess, to uh, to talk about this stuff, especially Ratchet and Clank. I'm so excited. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely happy to have you guys on again. Absolutely. And, you know, again, thank you guys for coming on so much. Like, I just wasn't sure who was like, you know, into the gaming thing. Like, because we originally started as like a gaming YouTube thing. And I was like, all right, this is not working out because <laughs> it, it wasn't it was between me and like three of my other friends. They weren't very consistent. I'm like, OK, well. I can't be working with people who aren't, you know, very consistent with this stuff. It's just not going to work. But uh, me and my buddy, um, he was on the gaming podcast with me. We kind of just were like, let's try to do like a few movie reviews. And that kind of sprung us into rebranding. 
But uh, for everyone listening at home, of course, you can find us everywhere on all the socials, like uh, Instagram, Twitter, and every major podcast platform here on Film Optics. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. And I believe that does it. We're just going to, uh, you know, hope and pray that the PlayStation 5 doesn't put us into any more debt than we already are in. And yeah, that pretty much does it here for today. Uh, That was Jared, Ren, and Brett. And my name is Christian. And we will see you guys in the next one.